All right. Hey, welcome to the Tub Club, sponsored by Betfred Sports. We have a special guest on for really a quick interview, Chris Bumbaka. Chris, thank you so much for taking the time to join with us today. Uh, before we hop into the story that you broke, uh, what promotion do you got? What's your Twitter handle? You work for USA Today. Let us have it. Let the listeners know. Yeah, Alex, Larry, thanks so much for having me. My name is Chris Bumbaka, as you said, a reporter at USA Today Sports. You can follow me on Twitter at Bumbaka. You can find all of USA Today's sports coverage out there online, too. Um, appreciate any and all support. We're pushing subscriptions. So if you, you know, appreciate our content, please subscribe. Yep, that's what's up. You heard it here first, folks. So, hey, let's hop right into it. Uh, so you wrote about the Bishop Sycamore story. Um, I saw your article yesterday. Got a lot of traction on Twitter. So I guess my first question is, is what brought you to the story? You know, how do you go about getting these type of interviews, uh, you know, to kind of break this information? Right. So I think I was on my couch Sunday night and, and I awful announcing did a lot of great and Ben Koo over there did a, a lot of great work uh, getting this off the ground. Uh, and then come Monday morning, I kind of just went to my contacts at ESPN. I found out more about Paragon, this marketing company. Mm-hmm. And then realized, you know, we really need to go right to the source here at the school and figure out what is going on here because this right. is kind of bizarre. So uh, somehow, I mean, I kind of just put it out there on Twitter. I don't really do this for every story I report, but it seemed like that since people were talking about it online, I yeah. kind of put it out there and somebody uh, sent me the uh, the Twitter account of Andre Peterson, who is the founder slash director slash assistant coach, who I quoted extensively in, in one article and who also told me that uh, Roy Johnson was no longer the coach. So I found him on Twitter. We DM fast and we talked on the phone the next day, so. That was that uh, late Monday night. And then by Tuesday morning, we had our stories up. That's awesome. That's awesome. So speaking of Mr. Peterson, he's the founder. He's a Jim Trestle alum, you know, Jim Trestle, Youngstown, Ohio State, you know, great coach. Have you contacted Mr. Trestle at all? Do you think he has anything like around this? I I doubt it. I sincerely doubt that Jim Trestle. Okay. Yeah. All right. I had to throw it out there. I had to throw it out. I don't know if they keep in touch either. I, I, gotcha. I, doubtful. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. Larry, what do you have? Uh, I mean, so did you, well, like, what was the interview that stuck out the most to you or like what really stuck out and like, holy shit, like this high school doesn't exist. <laughs> so I, yesterday I interviewed a, a parent uh, named uh, Ray Holtzclaw and uh, our network paper the columbus uh dispatch has done awesome work too on this uh, the reporter bailey johnson there uh has done awesome work so they also talked to uh mr holtzclaw whose son judah is actually at youngstown state ironically enough now but last january they he wasn't uh committed anywhere yet he was a pretty good player three star by 24 7 a quarterback he was trying to get looks um, and hadn't really received the offers he was looking for. And that's kind of like what Bishop Sycamore does, or like the purpose for it that they say that they want is like kids more film to get that next look. So an Ohio kid, you know, his dad finds this pro, his dad Ray finds this program and uh, it looks great. Like, okay, cool. Like we're going to play spring football, but no spring football games come along. Uh, they go to camps no organization gets done. So Ray is like, all right, we're going to go to these camps in, you know, Georgia and Texas. And then all of a sudden Bishop Sycamore is there Mm -hmm. and they leave the hotel. 
and Ray Holtzclaw gets a call saying that his bill, his, his hotel room bill hasn't been paid, but he's thinking that Bishop Sycamore is taking care of this. Bishop Sycamore is not taking care of this. Now, Mr. Holtzclaw has no problem paying his own bill. So he does it. And then he sees a charge on his card the next day for all of the rooms included in Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> Wild. Um, yeah, he confronted Johnson and uh, Peterson at one point and said, hey, did you guys pay the hotel? Went back, called the hotel, said that they had not received payments. So kind of got lied to by them as well. And eventually after, you know, kind of these runarounds and a couple other, you know, instances, they they pulled him. But so since he was local, like he never dropped out of school or anything, he was still at his high school uh, due to the whole club. Okay. And he was just kind of around this for football purposes, which is also like a clear example of how, you know, weird this is. He was like, you know, an exam, a qualifier is what they call them. So he would take one class, which was a religious history course taught by Roy Johnson. And that class never took place either. Um, That's crazy because, uh, you know, and I read in your article, like before they even said pre-pandemic, they were just, they would go to a school, hop on a computer Mm-hmm. And like that was their class, right? And they had yep. just like an adult, you know, supervised whatever, which is just wild. So do you see, well, I guess my first question, just before we leave Mr. Peterson, he says in, I quote on your interview that it's all in good intentions, you know, to bring, because I agree, like the concept of the idea of bringing inner city uh, kids, giving them a chance to develop, make it to right. the next level, right? All good. But if it was all in good intentions, why did the coach get fired? Why'd Roy, Roy Johnson get fired? I mean, it, it kind of contra to me, it kind of right. contradicts, you know. So I mean, Roy like his and his old business partner from their the previous school, Christian, uh, oh, you know, right. the faith, which was pretty much a precursor to Bishop Sycamore. Gotcha. 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 That stuff is starting to come to light. There might be some legal issues involved there that we are still working through. So I don't want to say anything about that because that's serious stuff and we can't be thrown mm-hmm. out there. But um, yeah, that, that's, that's something that will uh, that will probably be the next step here. And I know that you know the Ohio governor is calling for an investigation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Franklin County's uh, you know, financial crime services has <laughs> this a little bit. So uh, it's. You know, that's that's one reason. And also, I mean, you could say that, this, you know, the coach was fired, let go. They they're pretty much partners in this. So. Right. You know, right. Right. Whatever the you know made the decision to step down. That decision was made Sunday night and then it was just casually dropped to me during a second conversation. <laughs> and nobody knew in between. Johnson was representing the school as its coach during a Twitter spaces interview on Monday. Mm-hmm. A lot, of, a lot of weird stuff. Uh, I've never really seen a story like this. And, I mean, I think it's just indicative of the fact that these guys are in over their head and don't really know what they're doing. True. I mean, it's crazy how you go from, you know, hey, we're being showcased on ESPN, it's all great, to less than a week later, hey, people are looking into, like, legality issues, financial right. crime. Like, <laughs> what a wild turn of events, I guess, is just what this all comes down to. Um, life comes at you fast. Life comes at you fast. That's true. That's true. Um, again, we know your time is valuable. Larry, do you have like one or two more questions and we can kind of wrap this up here? 
Uh, no, I mean, it's just interesting because, like, I mean, I played high school football and, like, I mean, you scout the teams and, like, you know the schools and, like, you know people that go to the schools and, like, having, like, 20-year-old JUCO kids, like, that, like, I just, with social media and it being 2020, 2021, like, I just can't believe that they were able to do this and play games on ESPN with no legwork, like, I mean, I'm from New England and I know some of the best high schools in New England, even like New Jersey, like Don Bosco prep, like, you know, these are like, you know, people that went there or like, it's just crazy that they were able to do this. And ESPN didn't bet them before they put them on their program, like on their national television. Oh yeah. I mean, they, they definitely look bad at, I think for ESPN, it's something that they didn't realize would ever get to a point like this. And they had, probably too much faith in their marketing company Paragon and Paragon also probably had too much faith in the fact that they've done this for two decades and have never had an incident like this. So they were like, yeah, this is weird. And it's like, you know, we're, we, we don't really, we're not really sure, but what's the worst that can happen. And I think we're finding out now. <laughs> All right. Well, Hey, we'll wrap it up with this. We are a college football podcast. Uh, so I saw you're a Wisconsin alum. Who's winning the big 10. We'll just wrap it up with this. Ohio state. What you're uh, Ohio State, yeah. No, I'm too, I'm too broken to pick. <laughs> get my hopes up. I'm fully expecting to get my heart, my heart broken. Like that happens every year. Uh, whether it's like a crushing regular season loss to Northwestern or Iowa that costs them the West, or actually getting it to Indy and then losing to Ohio State there. Yeah, yeah. I think Ohio State's just like separated so much from the rest of the Big Ten. It's like it's becoming a Clemson ACC situation that we saw kind of a couple of years ago. Yep. 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 I mean, then these things come in cycles, so maybe they won't be at the top forever. So, but I don't think that, I don't see why this would be the year. Like people are just picking CJ Stroud to be the next great thing. And normally I'm a little bit skeptical like that. I'm like, Oh, let's see him throw. But I mean, what in recent history of Ryan day and the, that Buckeyes machine has given us any kind of reason to, to pause that. Yeah, I mean, you follow Larry. I'm wrong with them. Yeah, Larry Larry picked Ohio State. I actually have Wisconsin winning the Big Ten and making the national championship game. No big deal. But Graham Mertz, great. You got – all right, we we won't get into it. But, hey. (laughs) We can do a little bit. I mean, I – Okay, I I mean – so I'm happy that he's – you know, I think that starting him last year was actually the right call too, even though – True. An S show of a season and things like that. Um he opened against Illinois like 24 for 25 or 21 for 22. Yes. I can't remember what it was. Destroyed him. He gets COVID. And I call it the Cam Newton effect. Cam Newton played all right at the beginning of the season for the Patriots last year. Gets COVID and something happens, right? Graham Mertz, inconsistencies, like, am I going to play? Am I not going to play? Are we going to play? I think that kind of broke the team up a little bit, oh, yeah. especially as a true freshman quarterback, right? Uh, Wisconsin's always been, I feel, a solid uh, quarterback, and you got a five-star recruit from taking that next step. I mean, you got the offensive line, you got the running backs, you got a solid defense. Like, yeah. I, and I'm a Hawkeye I mean, fan too, and I'm picking Wisconsin. <laughs> All right. I like that uh, they're starting the Clemson transfer. That's oh yeah, that, yep, yep, yep. And um, I mean. Everything that I read says to be confident in the front seven. I think that they might regress a little bit compared to past years, but they'll still be solid in the linebacking core for sure. And then maybe even some improvements on the back end, which is really like the main thing is to be able to hang with 
you know, the better receivers in the in the Big Ten and true and as kind of those offenses is where I think like Wisconsin has been weakest. Yep. Um on especially especially on the defensive side. But well, maybe overall as a team. A story I'd be interested in, and if you wanted to report on it, I'm trying to get a hold of the guy. Wisconsin just let go of their two freshman running backs last night. I saw this. And the running back commented on the post and said, what would you do if you were afraid for your life or something? I was like, right. whoa, whoa. Like, there's definitely much more to the story. I've been trying to get a hold of this guy forever, but I don't know. Just seems like craziness, something you don't really see out of Wisconsin often, but crazy stuff to start the year. Definitely. All right. Well, hey, Chris, thank you so much. Again, uh, real quick, more, oh, yeah, go ahead, Larry. real quick, a little more Wisconsin talk. One of our, our future over Wisconsin nine and a half team future total wins. That was one of our locks on our first episode. And my lock of this week is Wisconsin minus four and a half. Um, it might have moved to five, but they're going to beat Penn State. Uh, Penn State stinks. They're supposed to be down this year, Penn State? Mm, I mean, I don't think they're very good. They quit last year. Um, Clifford's – their quarterback, Clifford's crazy. He's just uh, wild. Wild card, to say the least. Yeah. All right. they, uh, All right. I, well, the, for the last time I think that Wisconsin and Penn State played was the 2016 Big Ten Championship game. No, they played in the regular season after that. Yeah. A couple years ago. But. Yep. That is the more recent uh, Penn State game that sticks out in uh, in my memory. I was there in Indy. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So huh. Notre Dame's coming to week camp. Uh, camp, camp Randall week three too, which that game is going to. be. That game is actually in, in Chicago at Soldier Field, neutral site. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be like that'll be a, a fun test for both teams. Would love you know that's going to be a great game. True, true. Um, All right. Well, Chris, again, thank you so much for taking the time. Wrote a great article for everyone. Again, follow Chris on Twitter. Uh, subscribe, USA Today. Uh, great article, great information. Learned a lot about it. Thank you for breaking the story. Thank you for taking the time to speak with us. And uh, Chris, any parting words? No, thank you guys so much for having me. This was a blast. Awesome, man. Well, hey, 